0: Swain Event, event SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead and Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. Let's go, running backs. Let's go. Two-headed monster. The two-headed monster. Small Evans. Should make their name known after this weekend. 11 a.m. local kick. 11 a.m. local kick. How do, how do you feel
1: about the noon games as a fan?
0: I mean, don't bother me. I don't really. They don't bother me either. Because, I mean, I'm watching from the house.
1: Well, I'll I tell you, after last week's ex- experience, of going to sleep at three o'clock and waking up at six to get to the airport. Very thankful that there's not a night game. But even like for home games, and granted, this is more from the media perspective and just getting my work done after the game. Game starts at seven, ends at ten thirty ish. Three and a half, four hour game. I mean, I'm not done with media stuff till eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, and then I still have work to do. Next thing, next thing you know, it's two, three in the morning. You're not you're not able to watch other football.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm okay with a noon game. In this case, now for these guys, it's 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 eleven local time, it, and you have to travel. So, some guys last week was their first time traveling on an airplane. There's a jet lag factor in there. Listen. I'm not going, Bush Jones. I'm just saying that there's a jet jet lag factor. Listen, I'm 37 years old. I flew around my birthday, and I still had a little jet lag when I landed. So, like, that is a part of it for some guys. And playing a 11 a.m. game the next day, you just have less time to really recover. From that, just depending on who you are, everyone's different. So are you saying that Tennessee's going to come out slow on Saturday? I did not say that. That's what I, I said for some guys, you know, jet lag may, may affect them. But usually the traveling team is affected by the early kickoff. You know, South Carolina in 2013 we was able to pull off the upset because we knew that South Carolina started off slow at noon games. So we can't allow that to be the case at all for us. When we played in the Cotton Bowl, it was um, January 2005. And I think the local time was like 10 a.m., like the start, something like that. 10 a.m. Well, yeah. they are two hours behind us. No, that was just one hour central. But the game was 11 p.m., excuse me, 11 a.m. Eastern. Oh. So we had to get up dude. It was like five thirty. It was pitch black dark outside when we got up. Trying to get hype for a football game in the I, pitch I remember. Dark. I remember warming up, man. It was still dew on the grass. I was like, man, what is this? <laughs> the ball hitting the ground, the ball all wet and stuff now. Like it was it was weird. And they painted the grass green. The grass was 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 dead. There. So you actually had stains on your jersey after the game? I had like I think I had like one. Yeah, I think I got like tackled one or twice. I mean, it was it was a beatdown. But I played all four quarters. I think I played all four quarters. I think I had like a hip point or something like that in that game. Um, but that was the earliest I've ever gotten up for a football game as a player. Like that was early, early. And we still went out there and Whooped that trick. Correct. That's that's what we did. So Dune games do suck for tailgating. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can go if you don't have a TV, it stinks because like you can't, you can. But like the game is over and you go back and you tailgate, it would be best if you had like TV so you can watch some of the other games in the SEC around the country. But if you have a if you have a TV, you can always tailgate after the game while traffic dies down. You can get chill, hang out. But yeah, tailgating is not ideal for those for those noon games. I'm with you. I'm with you. A six five two hundred fifty five oh three. But I mean, I'm 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 cool. I'm cool with the, the early night
1: game. games. Just bite into your Sunday. And Cade Mays talked about that last night on Tennessee Prime, and I could not have agreed more with him. Just it it it, it takes a good chunk out of your Sunday. Yeah, it does. Whereas oh. the noon game, you can watch the game, go home and, and relax that night, and then go to sleep, and then Sunday's
0: a, a Sunday. It's a it's a it's a better easier Sunday when you don't have to get back in at three, four o'clock in the morning. Especially if you win. So like if Tennessee can win this
1: this Saturday, Sunday would be such a breeze. So it'd be such a nice day. Get to watch my Steelers lose to the Packers, watch the Lions beat the Bears. Whatever, man. Our team sucks, Wayne. They do. They do. It's all good, though. Rick Barnes started practice yesterday.
0: Let's go. That's all. I saw a Tennessee account throwing shade at Kentucky. Well, according to Chris Walker, it wasn't
1: necessarily shade. It's an inside joke with Justin Powell. For those who did not see the tweet, Tennessee basketball's Twitter account tweeted out a nice little highlight of
0: Justin Powell making a turnaround fade. Man, they showed like a little highlight package of him. He had like three or four buckets, man.
1: Mm -hmm. Representing for us white folks out here. There ain't many of us hooping at this level. (laughs) Him and John Fulkerson putting on for us. But the tweet said. They're like Gonzaga. (laughs) (laughs) Straight out of rule. Go Bulldogs.
0: Ugly Bulldogs. Aren't they the Bulldogs? Yes. Yeah, they the Bulldogs.
1: (laughs) Yes. Uh, But Tennessee Basketball tweeted out that video of Justin Powell making some buckets in practice and said, straight out of rural Kentucky. And Kentucky fans got a hold of Mm-mm. this and are so butthurt that's about not, the tweet. That's
0: not the tweet. There's another tweet. Well, it's this one, too. Look. And then they're making fun of Tennessee's practice gym. No, nah, there's another tweet that, that Tennessee put out that said
1: something about rural Kentucky. Yeah, you're right. Uh, having a bad day? Did you sleep through your alarm? Did you bomb a speech in your public speaking class? Flat tire on your way to work? <clears throat> Did you wake up in rural Kentucky with no idea how you got there? Let's see. Well, it's all going to be okay. We're back. It's the first day of practice. And
0: That's, that is why Kentucky fans got on us.
1: Yes, but Chris Walker tweeted, quote tweeted the tweet because, again, Kentucky fans have invaded the mentions.
2: <laughs> and
1: uh, Chris Walker said, the funny thing is they – with quotation marks, talking about Kentucky fans don't know it's an inside joke with us. Hashtag mine yours. Hashtag Corbin's finest. Apparently Justin Powell's like from a, a suburb of Louisville. Like he's he's a city boy, but they joke on him about being from rural Kentucky, and that's why Tennessee basketball tweeted that out because it's a running joke within the Tennessee basketball team. I, just,
0: I understand that, but why well, not? I'm explaining it for others. Yeah, but like. It came across like he's throwing shade at rural Kentucky. And Oh, they are. I mean, the inside joke is throwing yeah. shade at yeah. rural Kentucky. So that's what I mean, Kentucky fans did what they're supposed to do. So like if another Attack. team So if 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 another team that had a player on his team from Tennessee, rural Tennessee, and it was an inside joke within that program, and then they threw out a, a tweet similar to what we threw out, you better believe Tennessee fans are gonna jump in on that.
1: It's very similar to the Hollywood jokes here on the Swain event. It's very similar, like making you seem like something you're not. Like, you're not actually Hollywood. You're, you're Knoxville, Steve Harvey, but you're not Hollywood. You're more like Hollywood, as I like to say.
0: I'm, I'm trying to find a correlation here. Well, Did he land a plane on you?
1: No. I just I thought I explained that pretty well. Chris Lowe likes to come on the show and make you seem like you got all this money because of all your media appearances and You just run the place and and run Tennessee football and and run Neyland Stadium. It's an inside joke, but we know that you don't actually do all those things. So, like, it's an inside joke with the Tennessee basketball program, making fun of him that he's from rural Kentucky, when really he's a city boy from
0: Louisville. Gotcha. All right, now that makes sense. Nick from uh, South Carolina says, or from SC says, who let the ball hit the ground, Swain? I guess you're talking about the uh, cotton ball warm-ups. I don't know. Wasn't me. I'm going Shaggy. I'm going Shaggy. It wasn't me. Probably Tony Brown.
3: <laughs>
1: was Tony Brown even in that game?
0: Mm-hmm. He was senior that year. What was that '05? So you were a junior? No, no. That was my sophomore year, and the game was the January '05. Gotcha.
1: But it was the '04 season. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I couldn't remember the the age difference between you and TB. Uh, two years. I, you know. Classifications two years because he he I think he redshirted his first year but Tony old man he got like gray hair and everything I <laughs> ah, mess with you Tony. But what did you listen. have gray hair if you had hair? I had gray hair in my, in my in my beard a little exactly. bit exactly. So if you but, had
1: a head full of hair, maybe those gray hairs mm-hmm. would end up on top too. No, I don't have any. I don't have any gray hair up top. Oh, I think I see a gray hair right now. It's at well, the, the very point. Yeah, at the bottom. Yeah, I got I got I got gray hair in my beard for sure, man. All the kids you got. It ain't the kids Kids, wife, dog
0: It's, fo- it's football No, football is what made you lose your hair No, nah, gray That's what it did to me It's the football It's the football It's the quality <laughs> of football My teams Is making my hair Gray Oh, man Brandon Luckett, stop is The first time you're hearing that It's an old joke, Tramiel keep up feels like 98 says Swain. how would you compare Heupel's offense to Lane Kiffin's Um, I think I think Lane's is more so there's like Lane's is more is closer to more pro style than than Heupel's Um, Heupel's Offense is really predicated on speed, 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 speed. Um, it's just it's different. It's 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 different. Um, Lane's is more. You got more pro, pro style concepts. It is. I mean, I think guys that play his offense probably uh, will have opportunity to probably play a little bit earlier in the in the, in the league uh, because the league does more of what Lane does rather than what hype does um and that's the thing that's the dundrum dundrum here if you are um tennessee is you want to win and this system has proven that it's successful you look at hypo's previous stops but does it develop guys to, to go to the league too and that's the question that Hype and company have to answer because recruits want both they want to win, and they want to be prepared to go to the league because that's going to be a selling point in recruiting. So, um, but yeah, it's, Lane's offense has more pro pro style um, concepts than than hyples. And Lane, then Lane's offense has better better depth and better quarterback play too. So yes, yes. But from a, like a, a playbook standpoint, it's actually pretty
1: simplistic. More so than people realize, but they just execute it at such a high level. And Lane does a great job of, of making adjustments. I'm not say that Hypo doesn't, just speaking strictly about Lane's not comparing or contrasting.
0: Lane's one of the best play callers in the country. And one of the best you know, offensive minds in the country. I mean, just there ain't no there ain't no debate now.
1: I think a difference that I see is motion and moving guys around, pre snap to try to get a, a receiver. On, on a linebacker or a running back on, on a linebacker, something of that nature to, uh, to, to really create mismatches. Where you don't, you don't, at least through four games, you, you haven't really seen hypo move guys around to create matchups, mismatches before the plate is snapped.
0: And know this, Tennessee fan, Lane lovers, y'all do know why Lane Kiffin wants the Peyton cast, the, to the, 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 the Eli cast to be... Uh, for the Tennessee Ole Miss game, he wants to hang 50 on us. Mm-hmm. There's some history between some of the new administration here in Tennessee and Lane Kiffin. Obviously, we did not give him a look. He is not the biggest coach, former fan. You remember when he posted that photo of, of Johnny Majors calling him the best coach in Tennessee history? When Coach Former's the one won championship. That was shade thrown at Coach Former. Uh so Lane wants to embarrass Tennessee. Y'all, don't get twisted. Yeah. Why are you over here loving up on Lane. I haven't
1: understood that. Like he's he's promoting this idea because he wants to embarrass Tennessee. He wants all eyes on Tennessee. Embarrass
0: Peyton. Yep. He wants all eyes on Tennessee. So he can embarrass Tennessee. That's what he wants to do. Peyton uh, needs to put his foot down and say, no, yeah. not doing that. He should, he should say, I'm booked. Can not do it? I
1: think I, – I I agree. And Peyton could could uh, really make up for all these games that he has single-handedly caused Tennessee <laughs> yeah. to lose because he's a curse by, by not agreeing to do this. Although it would be hilarious if Matt Corral, who has been turnover prone at times over his career, if the Tennessee game – was the game like last year when he threw six picks against Arkansas? Lane, Lane gets great, Lane man. gets the game on this Manning broadcast, and then Matt Corral comes into Nealand and he throws six interceptions again.
0: Well, Eli should be spinning anyways for throwing double birds yeah. on Monday. What? So uh, we'll take a break. Eli Manning, come on, man. He gets it for what? Be right back. Swain event.
6: If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Networks hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Networks' high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com
0: Works Hotline, Volstone, Good morning. What's up, boys? What's up? What's up, man? How you living? How you feeling? Uh, rumors of my demise have been greatly exaggerated. Of course, man. Nothing wrong with you. There You're are rumors good. of your right. demise.
4: What'd you say?
1: The, <laughs> there were rumors of your demise. Of course. There's board. always
4: rumors of my demise whenever I don't call every day.
1: On, I, it was on Twitter. I didn't even notice you didn't <laughs> call yesterday. <laughs> Well, hey, Swain, um, I think you need to buy a, bed, a
4: Dictionary for Christmas. You need some new vocabulary words.
1: Okay. He used two words when I answered the phone that I had never heard of in my life. You've Talking never about, like, pancre- heard of cantankerous? cancer and...
4: You've never heard of cantankerous or crotchety?
0: Lisa, I wish you could see Swain's face. Nah, because I've I've heard those words before. Right, well,
1: it's just me then.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what does it mean? Hey, don't try to turn it back on me. Oh, you try to make me seem like I'm silly. What do those words For mean? All
0: storm is making you look mm-hmm. silly, man. You're, you're contributing. You're not. It here, don't take much to make him look. silly. I haven't done anything, man. I'm just, exactly. You're supposed to have my back. I'm not going to sit here and I like I don't know a word. I don't know the word. I've never heard that those two words in my life. Hey, when I was 26, maybe I, maybe I could say I didn't know it either. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're more experienced <laughs> than me. That's the only reason you know the words. You're just older. There it is. Uh, That's why Vostorm knows them, too. Older, more experience, more time to learn more words.
0: It's, hey, That's right. It, it is That's funny right. to, to see Ben like, fight out of a hole, man. <laughs> it is funny to sit here and watch him. No, I'm not yeah.
1: fighting. I'll be the first to admit when I don't know something. Well,
0: admitted. I did, like three times. <laughs> I thought oh, what is it? What's so the, the definition, Swain? This ain't got to do with me. Leave me out of it. You <laughs> acting like I'm crazy for not knowing those two words? I didn't act like, like you crazy. It's an everyday vocabulary Man, for people. Being, I didn't act like you crazy. I'm just saying. <laughs> he he Vol, just gave you the Swain face. Yeah, that's Storm said what he said. <laughs> you looked at me. You I, gave me the Swain face. I gave you the face because I, know, you know, I know the word. I know that they're, that they're being something negative. I've heard them before. This between you and Boston, Y'all do what y'all do. Let me know when y'all ready for me to talk. This just proves that every time Swain
1: likes to pull the, you got my back jokes, that they're just jokes and he's not being serious.
0: <laughs> oh he, it's so true, but style. No, it's called jokes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <sighs> hey, Boston, you sound, sound good,
4: man. but should be paying you, not you pay him.
0: <laughs> That's the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> And he would, too, because that's a new saying. He loves those sayings.
1: What I say? Mental intensity? I yeah, I,
0: I think his was mental toughness.
1: Yeah, but every coach uses that. You got to come up with some right. that that aren't used as often. Those are the ones that Butch likes.
4: Well, it doesn't matter. He butchers every phrase he uses anyway.
0: I see what you did Guys, there. Guys,
4: let's get on the Missouri game. What is oh, it Missouri does well?
0: I uh, thought the football from front of pocket. In between, how, in between how the well numbers. does their
4: offensive line hold up? Maybe how how much pressure is our D line going to be able to get on
0: them? I mean, that's the question, Volstorm. Because last last game, you know, Missouri did not give up a sack against against Boston College. Now, Missouri doesn't spend much time in the pocket after the snap. I mean, they get the ball out quick. So here's a here's a good opportunity, I think, for the defensive line to affect the game in other ways than getting to the quarterback. And you know, a lot of those throws are. Between, between the numbers for Missouri, and I remember uh, playing at Tennessee, and when we were backed up on our own 20 or or even you know, deeper than that, we didn't like to throw the ball in between the numbers at all because those are opportunities for tip passes for the defense. If you saw the game Monday when Peyton and Eli was talking on a Manning cast Manning cast, Peyton had mentioned that, you know, keep those throws on the outside – avoid those those tip pass opportunities. And I think for Tennessee that Missouri throws the ball in between those numbers, they like the crossing rounds. They like the quick throws. Uh, if I, if we can't get to the to the quarterback, throw your hands up, create some, some tip passes opportunities, and get some picks. Uh, Missouri pass protection is better than their run, but they also get the ball out quick too to protect that offensive line, which is why Boston College didn't have any sacks. So that's how I'm kind of looking at the passing game, passing defense, full for Tennessee is it
4: me or has it seemed
0: we've regressed on uh, making sure that
4: our defensive linemen put their hands up on the ball throw I
0: haven't seen many tip passes because
4: it, it, it seemed like the first couple of games I mean grand different competition but it seemed like we you know our defensive line was making more of an effort to put our hands up to at least you know disrupt the pass, possibly tip
0: the ball, and then just – it looks like we've kind of gotten away from it. Well, just it needs to be more of a uh, point of emphasis. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and question uh, what Rodney Garner is teaching. Uh, no, I, no, I just, no, I just haven't – I just haven't seen any tip passes. Uh, but I think this is a good week to see some. And I think if you are in that defensive line room, I mean, you, you see the throws. You see the cr- throws across the middle, and you know that the ball's coming out and the way that you can affect the game is getting your mitts up when uh, the quarterback is getting ready to wind up and timing timing uh it up to where you can tip it because Connor Bays like will will give you opportunities for those tip passes and Tennessee needs to win the turnover margin man we are not good have been good at generating turnovers uh, you know especially with interceptions, so I think this could be an opportunity for sure to do that. I think he had two picks against against um, Boston College. Yeah, he had two picks, guys.
4: Guys, before I go, um, is there any way that we could set up a GoFundMe count for um, Dr. Ball's kids to be able to eat since he decided to bet on the Florida game again this year?
5: <laughs> See you, Oh.
0: Sorry, kids. Here's some Vienna sausages and some crackers. Daddy bet the over on the Florida game. Mm, mm, mm. I wonder if actually went through with the bet. Have you talked to all Ben since since the bet, since the phone call? Nope. D'Rvall, where are you? Has he been tweeting? Did he bet the house? Oh man. Downtown Falls says we had at least one batted pass at the line of scrimmage against Florida because I remember commenting on it when it happened. So we just need more. Uh, we just need more. Mizzou ain't going to sit back there and just let you, let you come and sack them. I mean, 41 pass attempts against Boston College. Ben, you mentioned earlier in the show, uh, Connor Bates like, threw it 51 times against Kentucky. If you are Alante... Uh, Taylor, if you are um, Warren Burrell, man, there's some opportunities for you, for sure. Uh, I don't think any corner has gotten a pick so far this season between those two. No. Oh, no, no, no. no. Lontae had a pick six. six. They stepped out of bounds. That's right. Yeah, gives Tennessee Tech. Uh, so there's opportunities for those guys. Con kind of throwing the ball as much as as he is. And I think our linebackers, man, get their hand on some mitts. There'll be some passes going across the middle. Uh, you know, we talked about the defensive line getting their hands up, but linebackers, there's gonna be some crossing routes. Get your hands up as well, and uh make it easy for the safeties to get a pick. The safeties need a pickup game. This could be it for them. They've been getting, you know, criticized uh a lot for their play in the first couple games. Uh Leo from Harvard Valley says, any truth to the rumor that Milton hasn't been wearing his contacts because they bother him? I haven't heard of that was like 20 something years old. That's that's usually like a, a a middle school problem like the first time a kid wears contacts and he doesn't he doesn't wear them because he doesn't like them.
1: I haven't heard that. I, I know heard that. Uh, Austin made his joke about wearing the glasses yesterday when he was on with us. But I I haven't heard that. And I don't know. I don't know how much glasses would help him. <laughs> maybe, I maybe they help with depth perception, but still doesn't know how to throw with anticipation. Or put touch on the ball.
0: I don't know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one, Leo. Uh, VFL Shad says, is than Joseph still on the team? Yes. Uh, that's on my check. That's how my check. See what I can, what I can read. Dr. Voss says if if Joe Milton is quarterback, he he ain't even watching. He also says ready to see a low penalty game, zero drops. You and me both. I'm ready for that. Low penalty game, zero drops. I'll be watching whoever plays quarterback, but should be Henry Hooker. Swain, uh, what happened to the linebacker Willis? They had a lot of hype on him coming in.
1: He Ain't got ready. in trouble when he, he got ready. in trouble when he got to campus, and then he fell way behind. he ended all his spring practice, out of shape by the time fall camp rolled around, and way behind. I mean, he just
0: the, he needs a red shirt year. That's. That's it's so, really simple. I mean, he's just not he's just not ready. And he's further behind than Morvin Joseph. You not know, not all freshmen are made alike. Some guys are ready to play as freshmen. Some guys can get in trouble and still bounce back, and you know have have the health on their side, physically be ready to compete, hold up, and learn the system, offensive defense. And but some guys can't. And Aaron Willis is a guy that. Getting behind has cost cost him, so he's not ready to play right now. now I'm not trying to be a, a smart aleck here, but anyone who's not playing, they're not playing because they're not ready to play. Unless they're hurt. So if you hurt, obviously you're not going to play. But if you are healthy and you're not playing, that's because coaches don't trust you. That's simple. It's simple as that. So I get questions all the time. Banner, you get questions all the time about what about this guy? What about this guy? Why haven't we seen this guy? He's not ready. It's real simple. He's not ready to play. Coaches don't trust him. You gonna make me get? You not gonna make me look crazy and get me fired because you out there doing something that we told you not to do. Hour three continues. After this, stay with us. Or a replay of East Day's Swain Event TV. Like us on Facebook.
4: Good morning, Swain Event crew. As the weather heats up, so does our market. And from Johnson City to Knoxville, eager buyers are grabbing up many available properties. The chili is hot in East Tennessee, so if you are ready to buy or sell or want to talk more about our local real estate market, I'm just a phone call away. Or email me at JenniferMorris865 at gmail.com and go vols.
0: jc's tree and landscaping is licensed and insured give them a call at 865-599-3799 we're here with dr michael carlson of tennessee regenerative sports medicine to discuss prp platelet-rich plasma if you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder
5: pain knee pain achilles tendonitis or tennis elbow you should give them a call And we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved.
0: Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done, and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East
6: Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed, business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865 448 I-R-I-S, Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses.
5: If you know your HVAC system is in need of replacement, now's the time to upgrade. Hiller wants to buy your old system. During the month of September, you'll earn a credit of up to $1,500 on select new HVAC systems when you trade in your old unit. Or upgrade to a new tankless water heater, and we'll give you $500 for your old equipment. Don't wait until your system fails. Visit HappyHiller.com today. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the
0: Happy Face Truck today. 7007 42nd Street Brand Strategy Design When I made the move to my own studio, I was worried about this. I was worried about that. I was worried about, "Hey, did I get this piece of equipment? Did I get that piece of equipment? Does that sound good? Does that not sound good?" One thing I didn't have to worry about that was office furniture because office furniture Outfitters met my furniture needs. With a 50,000 square foot facility, they have East Tennessee's largest selection and are the best value for new and used office furniture. Located in Knoxville, it's easy to find everything you need for your new space, including desks, file cabinets, chairs, conference tables, and more. Office Furniture Outfitters is turnkey. They came to my place, we mapped everything out that was needed, they delivered, and get this set everything up to learn more about what office furniture outfitters can do for you log on to ofonox.com that's ofonox.com Time for a round the SEC, man. Getting into SEC play. Ooh, we've been in SEC play, but man, we getting right in the thick of things. Man, what's going on around the conference?
1: Uh, the grand jury has declined to indict six Kentucky football players on first-degree burglary charges. We talked about this a month or so ago. Uh, the grand jury in Fayette County. Kentucky has declined to indict six Kentucky football players on first-degree burglary charges. The charges were brought last month following a police investigation of an incident last March at a private party. Lexington police arrested Reuben Adams, Robert McLean, DeVito Tisdale, Joe Williams, Ernest Sanders IV, and Andrew Phillips on August 19th. Tisdale was also charged with first-degree wanton endangerment for allegedly pointing a gun at one of the victims, all six second year players pleaded not guilty on August 20th and later waived their cases to a state grand jury which dismissed the charges on Tuesday. The, the wanton endangerment charge against Tisdale was also dismissed. So good good for the Kentucky players because as we mentioned at the time, there were some reports from people in, in Lexington at the time that said that this this all happened because somebody dropped an inward towards the players. So, I'm I'm glad that those players were able to have the truth come out because they did they did not deserve to be punished and nor did they do anything to get punished for. It. So, good for them. Glad that that is over for them. I can only imagine the weight that that would carry on their shoulders. Wanted to mention the SEC Players of the Week since we haven't really talked about this Saturday slate of SEC games. Busy talking about Tennessee, Florida the past two days. Emory Jones was one of the co-offensive players of the week. The other one was Traylon Burks, a receiver from Arkansas. He had a season-high six catches and 167 yards with a touchdown in number 16 Arkansas's 20 to 10 win over number seven Texas A&M. The defensive player of the week was Damone Clark, a linebacker from LSU. Set a career high with 15 tackles on the opening possession of the game. He scooped up a fumble and returned it 35 yards for a touchdown. The special teams player of the, of the week was kick returner Jamison Williams from Alabama. Became the first player in Alabama history to return two kickoffs for a touchdown in the same game. Uh, his first... Covered 100 yards While the second one Went 83 yards Uh, The defensive Defensive lineman of the week Was Trey Williams from Arkansas Offensive lineman of the week Was Luke Fortner from Kentucky And the freshman Of the week was Brock Bowers A tight end from
0: Georgia Yeah, what Jameson Williams did at Alabama, man That was the first time that First time that the player had two kick returns for that that long in a game at Alabama. You think about all the great players that have played at Alabama or uh, in this conference. It seemed like every time he t- touched the football, he was scoring a long touchdown. It reminded me of the Fulton Gibbs game a little bit. Like wow, like every time he touched the ball, it was a, it was a touchdown. So, uh, news flash for future kickers: kick it out of bounds. Don't kick it to him. Do not kick it to him at all. N.C. Val says, "Did you see Herb Street's comments about Shiano?" Quote. By the way, Rutgers is better than when you hear Rutgers; they are better than that. Shiano, another coach who is doing really good work, and to think Tennessee kicked him out the door before they could have had him is crazy. Well, hindsight says Shiano would have been better than 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 fr- freaking Pruitt, but again, I understand. Why Tennessee fans didn't want them. No reason to rehash it, revisit it. Um, anyone would have been better than prove it properly. Speaking of comments, Lane Kiffin
1: is not happy with comments from PTI, part of the interruption with uh, Mike Wilbon. They were discussing the Alabama Ole Miss game. Gotcha. This weekend. And Wilbon let in. He went in? He went in on Lane. And, and he was. Not happy. Here's a, a clip of, of what he had to say.
4: Because of Lane Kiffin. The answer is Alabama yeah.
1: because of Lane Kiffin. There, there's nothing to be proud of if you're a college footballer or any of the sport from Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin's a clown. Lane Kiffin has been an embarrassment at multiple stops. I mean, nobody's going to run out there and say, yeah, I want Lane Kiffin right here on the logo representing me. The answer is Alabama, Tony. So, Will Bond, not mincing words when it comes to, to Lane Kiffin.
0: Mike knows, Mike knows some things about Lane. That Lane probably doesn't think that he knows. Simple as that. Simple as that. I'll just say that I understand why decision makers did not want Lane back here. Because Lane was acting a fool. And he, he is a good offensive mind. And – now he's on his way to proving for the first time in his coaching career as a head coach that he can that he can do it. This is his first time. This is his first opportunity right here. They beat Bama, man. They undefeated right now, they beat Bama. This will be the first time where I'll be like, Oh man, he he deserves the hype he's getting as a head coach. Because every other time it's been undeserving. And listen, I like Lane Kiffin as a football coach. I really do. But I'm not going to sit here and act like that that he has been wonderful as a head coach. He hasn't been. He hasn't done anything yet. But he has the opportunity to do it this weekend. And I hope he does it. I hope he wins this weekend. I hope he wins. I hope he is the first former Saban assistant that beats him as a head coach. I hope Lane does that. But Will Bond, to say what he's saying, he knows some things. He knows some things behind the scenes. CMax says, "How do I feel about the Bears moving to Arlington Heights? They need a new stadium, man. What's wrong with the current one? It's it's old. <laughs> it's it's old, and it like there's mm-hmm. like a half modern, half old school style to it, feel to it. Listen, I know it's Soldier Field and it's some, you know, this feel rich with tradition. But look around the league, tradition Everyone, of what? Tradition, like." Of what? The winning the Bears organization. like They won Super Bowl. They played at a high level. There's a lot of Hall of Fame players that played in that stadium. So, you know, I understand that part of it. But look around the league. And the Raiders, the Rams, the Falcons, uh, you know, the Cowboys, Minnesota. Like, everyone's getting new stadiums. And so... I uh, I I it'd be weird, but it is what it is. The Titans need a new stadium. Everyone needs a new stadium. So Braves don't. Braves already got one. Uh Foss and the Yankees got one too. Who's on the phone? Turkey Man and Triple O. Turkey Man, good morning. Good morning, individual. Good morning. Hey. hey I'm gonna call ask
2: JJ Peterson. Did he, ever, did he ever
0: show up? Yep, yep, he did. He didn't do anything, but he, 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 he showed up. I don't know you where know he
2: was I, I seen the other day that, uh, I, I hate to try to pronounce his name, Carlos Fields, something other. Oh, I won't go over because I I'll mess it up. But that uh Carlos Fields to me. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, was there and I, I thought he'd done his transfer for him. I thought he had already done
0: that. Uh, appar- apparently, he did, man. He just, just, just hit it. So, I was going to ask you the question. Okay. you know, we—I think he said like thirty something.
2: We lost like thirty something players to the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Okay, all the ones that went in the transfer portal. How how many? How how many would have really helped us from what they've done as they've left? The
0: transfer portal. Have they? Have they stayed?
2: Yeah. So, doing what they've done at, at they left, you know, in the transfer portal.
0: So, how many? If the, those guys to stay here at Tennessee, you're asking. Yeah, from what they've done now that they've left.
1: What would they be doing at Tennessee? I mean, had they stayed, based off of what they're doing now at their their current school?
0: Oh well, I, I mean. Based on like I don't know I don't really care about what they've done at their new school because their new school have better you know, better depth than, than, than we do. So like that's why they're not playing. But if they were here, there's a ton of those guys that would be playing here. So, you know, Eric Gray would probably have a bigger role. Way more should probably be, you know, right there, um, in the in the mix. Um He'd probably be starting in Cade would slide inside. Yeah, yeah, playing playing guard, which is something that he's played his entire career. This is the first time that he's played tackle. Um, Jameer Johnson, you know, the offensive line looked totally different. Um, sure, Ty, could use Henry T and Crouch. You sure could use Ty Chandler. Mm-hmm. You could sh- certainly use him, uh, but you mentioned the defensive guys at linebacker for sure. I um, take Brandon Johnson back. How about how about Key Lawrence? Key Lawrence would be big. <laughs> he would be huge. So, especially with the safety struggling the mm-hmm. way that they are,
1: I, I don't. I, to be honest, I don't know what position in the in the defensive backfield he's playing at Oklahoma. I don't know how they're using him. Yeah, I'm if not it's sure. Corner, star, or safety, but sure would like to see him at safety at Tennessee right now. And like I said a minute ago, I'd love to have Brandon Johnson back.
0: I would. I would. I would love a Brandon Johnson right now working the slot. You no, know, he. He, he understands the position, knows how to run, run the floor without tree. Yep, I think Brandon Johnson will be good, too. Um, we don't need Brent Smaglia back, though. Nah, we good. He can stay at Georgia Tech. A five-cent vault says, just stopped by a donut shop and got an iced coffee. Held the door open for a gentleman coming in as I was walking out. The gentleman had on a gator shirt, and I almost let the door go and hit him in the back but decided not to choose violence today. Thumbs down, man. That was tough. Uh, Louisiana all said Kayvon Bennett is who he would love to have. But Kayvon Bennett is different, though. He got dismissed for freaking <laughs> selling drugs and had a gun. Does. he? I mean, he got kicked off the team. Yeah. And if you want to bring him back like Jawan Jennings, then I mean that's that's a whole other story. But like he had dismissed. So do you think Tennessee needs Bennett? Yes.
1: <laughs> I always thought Bennett and Johnson were overrated, but Tennessee also doesn't have any pass rush, so
0: they could use them back. Yeah, they they yeah.
1: because DeAndre Johnson is doing nothing at Miami, but
0: like literally here, nothing. here he I mean, like well, he's I, doing nothing in the sense of he's playing and not playing well. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like I, I take out the whole. I don't care what they're doing right now. What he did here is is needed. Like, if he would just do what he did here while he was here, then we need that. Like, DeAndre Johnson still brings depth. He still brings uh, another buy to the rotation that Rodney Gardner will be able to use and Mike Eckler will be able to use. So, yeah, like the air Grays of the world, yeah, he's not doing what he did at Tennessee and Oklahoma. But, like, that doesn't mean that he wouldn't be an asset here or a garage crowd or hearing total toll. So, anyways, man, I can't. I I don't even want to spend too much time on those guys because, you know, we've done it long enough. All right, let's go back to the phones and uh, let's get to Triple O. The band is lifted. Good morning, Triple O. Good morning, brothers. Good morning, man. It's good
3: to hear your voice again, man. Good to hear y'all.
0: Y'all going to win this weekend?
3: I mean, I hope so because I'm sick and tired of hearing these ignorant trash uh, sites talking about get rid of the culture. And I mean, we're, I mean, we're three games into like a rebuild. <laughs> and they're already talking about, he stinks, he's sorry. I mean, we got the second youngest team in the NFL. And in two out of the three weeks, we could have won. Like what more do you want? Sound like Tennessee.
1: What was your reaction when Justin Tucker made that field goal?
3: <laughs> that the game should have been over because it was delayed game and they should have been pushed back five yards. And then also that if a call's not gonna be made, it's always going it's always gonna be against me. I I mean just like Tennessee. Like if the call is gonna go against you, it's gonna go against you at the wrong time. I mean but I did not understand when I was a kid that my Detroit Lions fandom was going to prepare me for my Tennessee fandom. I just wear a cup all the time. I prepare to get kicked in, in, in the private just all the keep time. It on. Just keep it on. That's right.
1: But you didn't, like, throw the remote or anything like that?
3: I was at, Be honest with you, man. I was at my mom's house because, you know, I take care of my mom. Uh, I saw it. I went outside, and I just cussed in the backyard. Can You <laughs> can't cuss for the mama now. Exactly. I went. To, no, 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 what I said? I went outside. <laughs> outside. I went to the backyard to say what I had to say. I didn't say it in my Mama. Okay. I went to the backyard to go cut. Because
0: if you come in front of Mama, she'll make you go to the backyard and pick out a switch like the old days. Yeah, exactly. If you get the wrong one, you got to bring about three or four more too. And <laughs> hey, that that just means that's just respect, man. That's just respect at the end of the day, man.
3: Exactly. I mean, and and I, I mean, at that point, it's just like. It's the most Detroit Lions way of losing. I mean, it's just if it's going to be a word wacky way of losing, welcome to Detroit. I mean, Detroit versus everybody. I mean, it's on a shirt for a reason. It really is Detroit versus everybody, especially when it comes to the NFL, not calling stuff that should be called.
0: Oh, and 3 Lions at 1 and 2 Bears. Ugh. Hey, hey, well, think about it. If, if we win, you get rid of your coach. All right. I'm, hey, I'm I'm open to it, man. I'm open to it. He talking about all three quarterbacks under consideration to start. <laughs> man, so, if you ain't watched was... this whole thing, now all three quarterbacks under consideration. My goodness, every rookie quarterback is playing and looks better prepared than Justin Fields. You gotta be kidding me. That's on the coach, and maybe it's Justin Fields, but still, you got to you got to get him ready to go, man.
3: You you knew you traded up for him, right? You traded up nine spots and said, "That's my quarterback." At that moment, you should have been getting him ready, and it looks like he, that they ain't done it. That's just my opinion.
0: Mm, mm, mm. But no, he both. I mean, Dalton and and Fields are banged up, so maybe that maybe that's why all three quarterbacks are up for consideration. But I, I've, I've I've seen enough of Matt Nagy. I'm I'm good, man. I thought he would be a whole lot better coming over from Kansas City. The Andy Tree, the Andy Tree, but the Andy Reid Tree. It's time to go back to the Andy Reid Tree and get Eric and Me. Look at those flows. That's what I think you on get. That it's it's time. It's time. Cole doesn't butcher his lyrics like you just did. I just hey, I was freestyling, man. I was freestyling. Cole wish he could do that, but it's time for Eric Beniemi to come on home to the Windy City.
3: I hear you, man. I, I I think that'd be the best move y'all can make. But much love, hear a piece in that grease, and they all have a great week. All right, man. Talk to you soon.
0: We won't do it. We'll probably hire some some young assistant like the Eagles. But they hire some dude don't even know who he is. Some 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 no name, no experience having dude. I know where. Probably will do. I, beating me. Now I would do that to Tennessee coaches and Tennessee players. I wouldn't do that to them. It's different, man. It's pros. I can I can I can I can be okay with the L if it if it's for the greater good. I can I can do it, man. I can do it. Pros is okay. I can't do it with Tennessee. I wouldn't do that for Tennessee. But Chicago, come on, man. Come on, Nagy. We blame Mitchell Trubisky for just not being good enough. We ain't blaming Justin Fields. The common denominator is you. So we gotta get it, get it going. Tomorrow, Thursday, 7 a.m., Swain Event, we'll be
3: back for Ben McKee and Jason Swain. Hope you have a great day. Peace and love. We are out.